Welcome to What People Don't Talk About, an interesting podcast where we socialize controversial topics that you may otherwise keep to yourself. Let's talk about trends, inner thoughts, and other interesting subjects to differentiate fact and fiction, truth and myth, and other debatable ideas. Open your mind and your mouth as we discuss these matters in an informative and thought-provoking turn. Hello everyone and welcome to What People Don't Talk About. Today we're going to talk about online dating. And something that I maybe forgot to mention in the intro of my podcast is that not this one, but some episodes might be in Spanish. Why? Because I'm Latina. I was born and raised in South America and because I speak multiple languages, I think it's fun to just for the audience make some episodes in Spanish and some episodes in English. Well, for this one, definitely I'm going to do it in English because I think the online dating sites are definitely much more popular here in the United States than in the Latin America world. I've been living here for almost nine years. It might have evolved down in South America, the online dating community. However, here in the United States, since I've moved here, I've seen a big a spike into the online dating sites. As I mentioned, because I was born and raised in South America and in Ecuador in particular, who has a more conservative community, when I moved here to the United States and I didn't have much friends or ways of meeting people, I have dedicated my eight years to my career development, it was difficult for me to start meeting new people, especially people that shared same interests as me, same age, no kids, no drama, all that good stuff. And back in Ecuador, I was definitely more used to the regular conventional ways of meeting people, friends or social events, school, common related people and family members, etc. When I moved here to the United States, it was a big transition for me to be open and willing to meet people online. Nine years ago, there was also the fear of the people meeting online. Are they real? Are they showing fake information? Are they, is it safe to meet people, especially for, in my particular case, for women to meet guys out, out there, online dating, etc. But I did try it out. And I think online dating has opened up a big spectrum of opportunities for a lot of people, not only for me. And I'm sharing here my experience and also my personal view and pros and cons of online dating. And where do I see this online dating trend going, right? What are some myths and truths? What are things that are important to consider if you want to do online dating? And why people sometimes do feel discouraged of online dating? Online dating sites. There are thousands of sites out there for all kinds of people, ages, interests. You have online dating sites who specialize only on, they say, single professionals or religious people and people of um, older ages, etc. One of the interest sites that I found that was piloted, like I think a year ago, was the Facebook dating site. I don't know if it still runs by the same rules, but when it started, it was a better program. It seemed that not all, everybody had access to it. Only certain people, people who had in their status as single, were invited at least to test out the, the site, that heart icon, which I think is really 
cool because at least Facebook hacked the system. Facebook has all the profiles, has everybody's information, location, and status. So if you do have a profile that says you're single, your location, your age, those were features you could not change that Facebook will pick up directly from your profile. And then you could pick what pictures to show. And the other good thing or cool thing about Facebook dating I found was that it shows you friends of your friends or people who share the same interests or social events or causes that you're signing on your Facebook page they will show people who have those same interests to you. I think that that was great and amazing that Facebook figured that out and they said, well, we have all these data, all these big community of people, everybody in the world uses Facebook. Why don't we open up also the option for dating? And we kind of bet out a little bit of the information that we already have from the users. So definitely from the dating sites out there, I think is really good Facebook dating. If you haven't done so if you've seen the heart but you don't know what it means and if you're single <laughs> go try it out i definitely don't encourage anybody who is in a relationship or dating somewhere or seeing somebody to chat and cheat but there are many other sites out there i haven't tried a lot i definitely have never downloaded or tried tinder i've heard from my friends especially my guy friends that uh, tinder is seen more as a casual online dating app where people meet and, and, and flip or swipe right or left depending on what they want and there is a lot of non-conventional casual relationships one-night stands sex dating and things like that i don't know i haven't used it couldn't give my opinion about it but i have used elite singles and i think that was interesting but definitely the technology was not the best, at least when, years ago when I when I tried it, that you had to do everything through the website, you don't have an app, and that made it a little bit uncomfortable to go and have to log in into a website and check every, every single time. And then I've also tried Susk, and Susk was interesting, was good. I think I tried for a trial of three months or two months when they were available. It was a popular choice, and. It was interesting to, to see. I haven't really met that many people online dating. And the people that I have met were real, were not fake, any any catfish, any people showing different pictures that they're the real pictures. I dated somebody that I met in Facebook. Uh, I was with somebody that, that we had a common friend and we dated for a couple of months. Things didn't work out because of other reasons, but definitely it was, it was a serious, it was a good person and real. I've heard all kinds of stories though. I've heard people who date guys who are have different sexual interests than them. I've heard of stories about people who are dating while they're married but they don't disclose that they're married. I've heard people being catfished definitely. I've heard that more from guys than girls. Guys that say girls put pictures from like three, four, five years ago and then when they show up the girl looks completely different. Um, nowadays than they looked in the picture for girls i've heard that guys with a lot of issues in regards of drug abuse or maybe even some violent features but i haven't thank god known anybody that couldn't catch that earlier enough not to continue not to stop dating with that person so that's 
online dating, right? Everybody, I'm sure, everybody listening to this podcast has heard about it and maybe some of you have also tried it out. What do I think is interesting about online dating is that you can select or pre-select features that are important for you on a person. You can do that pre-filtering of features or things that you want are important. You cannot do that in real life, conventional dating. You get introduced to someone at a friend's party, at an event, and you, you fall in love with that person, the chemistry, and then you find out about their issues, mistakes, errors after. You don't do a sort of a, a pre-clearance background check on the person or you don't do a checklist before you start talking to them. You immediately start talking to them and then you find out things along the way. Online dating, on the contrary, you can check, okay, I want a person who doesn't have kids, who is not religious or religious, depending on your interest, a person that is tall or short, that is athletic, a person that does sports, that lives close by. And then from that pre-selection of qualities that are important for you, you can start like looking pictures, no compromise. Do in some apps you put a heart, in some apps you do a click, a check mark, and otherwise, like, like Tinder, you flip, I don't know, right, right or left, depending on yes or no. And that allows you to pre select from those profiles who already have that checklist selected what are the, the what do you see in the person that you, that you like, right? Something that I have to say from my experience on online dating and as a recommendation to all of you out there. Of course, I only search for, for guys, so I don't know how girls put their profiles on, but for guys who put their profile on, make sure that first picture is a good one because you might be rejected and limited your chances just by that first picture. And I'm sure you do the same for girls. If you look at the first picture and the first picture has the head chop or the person is out of the shower, <laughs> you just see their body, or they look too goofy on the picture, or like they look like they're drugged, most likely won't be able to catch anything serious, anything real, <laughs> and you might be swiped left or rejected a few times. So make sure the first profile picture is a good one. In these online dating sites, you have the possibility also to put what in your profile, what you are looking for. If you're looking for a long-term relationship, casual, friendship, talking, chatting, I don't know, multiple options in, in most of them, the ones that I've tried. Make sure you're real. And it, it might be confusing if you say, I'm looking for a long-term relationship and chatting, or <laughs> long-term relationship and casual. So try to pick out what, what, are you, what do you want, what do you really want, to be clear for the person. And that's also another factor that people get swiped left or rejected, I say. In that first profile picture, for me, is the most important thing when I checked, even if, even to look somebody's profile, you first look at the person. That might be super superficial, you might say, but I'm sure you guys out there do the same. You wanna look uh, how the person looks like. Why would you start chatting with somebody that you don't feel attracted to? That's crazy, right? Or maybe too lonely. For me, it is important that I feel attracted to the person and I'm, I'm not extremely, Superficial, if I see that the person is, is good looking, it looks interesting, I, I then start reading the profile. And that's my second tip, the profile. <laughs> Make sure in the profile, it is good that you have a good writing about your profile, who you are. Make sure you put as much information as you can about yourself because you want to be honest. For me, it's important the height. 
I don't know, for people out there, for me it's important, the height, so feel free to share the height so people can straightforward say yes or no, you're in the range of that I look for or not. Put also about your hobbies and what do you like to do, where do you live, so I can, you can find somebody that has similar things that are attracted to. I've read very funny profiles and very interesting ones, silly ones, scary ones. After the picture, the first initial picture, pre-selection and then the picture, I do look, read at the profile. And a well-written profile is catchy to me. Even if the person is not the most good-looking one, a good, catchy and well-written profile is important for me to continue to, to look at. And that's important. Make sure you don't have spelling mistakes or errors in your profile. That, because that we look at that. And I'm sure you do the same with girls. I'm just talking about, from a girl perspective, what is important for me as a woman when I look at an online dating profile. And same thing, I'm sure, for you guys out there and for other girls who are listening. After that is when usually you put a like and if there is a match or the other person likes you too, then you start that conversation. I think chatting is important. Talking through the app is important while you have that chance and initial conversation. For some people, they do like to ask you for your phone number. If the app doesn't have like really good features about notifications, uh, I might say that even though Facebook dating, I think is the best because of they already have all the data from the people using the app, I definitely have to say that their notifications are terrible, horrible notifications. I don't know why, because Facebook is great with notifications. They have all figured it out. But in that side, the portion of the dating app on Facebook, the notifications are terrible. So people tend to complain about that a lot. And because of that, if you engage in, uh, with a conversation with somebody, they tend to ask you for your phone number. Mm. I'm not a person that likes to give phone numbers to strangers. So in my personal opinion, i rather use another chatting like let's do facebook messenger or let's do instagram that way in instagram is a good is a good strategy because that way you can see other more pictures than the pictures the people uh, the person has on their profile so i like to do instagram chatting nowadays i'm taking kind of like a hiatus on social media especially during the week because i try to focus on other things during the week and not be so attached to social media and i might not even have notifications on <laughs> those apps but that's on me uh, if you're normal and you're like engaging the social uh, apps, you're gonna get better notifications from Instagram than from the Facebook dating site. And then after that, looking at more pictures and maybe Instagram, then you can share the phone number. I've heard from some people that it's not bad to give the phone number, especially if you're trying to do a FaceTime call or a call over the phone with a person. I think that's a really, really good strategy too if you feel comfortable with the person after chatting for a while or Instagramming and you do want to talk to the person, I think it's important and interesting to do a FaceTime call. That way you see the real person. You don't have any catfishing uh, fears when you first date the person. You can see that person in, in FaceTime and talk and see the, if you guys understand each other, you can talk fluently. There's a good connection, at least conversationally. That's like my other tip. So first put a good checklist that you make sure you, you're shown the profiles that qualify for the things that you're really looking into a guy. If you don't have a list of what you're looking into a person, make one. Because the universe brings to you according to your desires. And you have to be picky. If you're picky, when you buy a pair of pants for you or a pair of shoes, make sure you're picky also in the person that you're looking for to share your life with. 
So make a good checklist of what you want and put that list into online dating if you're gonna use those apps. Second of all, make a good profile of yourself so that it's, it's true and honest and you can be attracted to same level people and that other people can like you if you have the best chances to meet people by putting a good profile picture, a good profile description and making sure you're honest about who you are and what you want. Third, then chat for a little while until you get to know common interests and especially also spot any red flags. If you spot a red flag, stop right there. Don't engage. Be honest. Say, unfortunately, I don't think we, we are on the same page. I wish you all the best. Bye. I met uh, once a guy that told me he was not living here in South Florida, that he was living in Tampa and if I was willing to have a remote relationship. And I said, unfortunately, I don't believe in a long distance relationship and I wish you all the best. That's fine. You have to be honest. Let people go. Don't waste people's time. Don't waste your time. And then after that, my recommendation before giving any phone number, make sure you check out the person in Instagram or Facebook or Facebook, or Facebook Messenger where you can get to know them a little bit more. And then if you do want to give them your phone number, make a FaceTime call before you meet so you, it doesn't feel so weird and awkward when you meet that person in real life. However, these are like my five tips, right? About what would I recommend for online dating. However, everything will be decided in person. You can have a great checklist, a great profile picture, great profile and the other person may have as well. You might be really cool at chatting. That person might look interested in FaceTiming and real. And then when you meet that person, boom, you have no chemistry. Has that ever happened to you? Well, it happened to me. And it's heartbreaking because <laughs> after chatting and texting with somebody for two weeks, we met each other and there was no connection. Not at all. Even though we used to FaceTime and got to know each other very well and seemed to be at the same level. We met each other and there was nothing. He was not ugly. He was not a catfish. He was not a bad person. He was a gentleman throughout the day. And I was good and comfortable and safe with him in the date. But there was not that connection. And I've made the mistake before. Listen to this. I've made the mistake before to engage in a relationship with somebody with whom the chemistry was not strong enough. And that was a big mistake. That led, of course, to a breakup. So don't settle. That's my advice. Don't settle for somebody who meets the checklist, who is good to chat, is a good person, seems a good human being, but you have no connection, no strong chemistry. That is so important. Chemistry is what will hold you together and make you guys fall in love and make, hold you together for a long-lasting, strong and healthy relationship. I always say that our most important commodity is our time. You cannot trade time. You cannot buy time. You cannot regain time. Time is the only thing you really have in this material dimension, in this world. And everybody gets 24. Everybody gets 24 hours every day. And how you invest your 24 is what makes the difference in your life. Therefore, don't waste your hours and your days trying for something to work if that person doesn't give you butterflies. If that person, you don't have that strong feeling for that person, that passion, that love, that connection, being with each other. Why? Because that's 
an essential ingredient for long-lasting relationships. Some people might say, no, but you sometimes have the butterflies and you meet somebody who's not good. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the case, of course. If, if you're falling in love and feeling butterflies from the bad guy or the bad girl, then don't be a masochist. Don't engage in those relationships. You have to make sure that you spot red flags and the same way that you have a checklist of things that you do like on a person, you have to have things that are negotiable and things that are definitely non-negotiable. In your list, put an asterisk of things that for you are not negotiable in somebody. So you make sure that if you meet somebody with those traits, you're not gonna be able to say, oh, I'll try it out, I'll change the person. Nobody changes, no. Time only makes us stronger who we really are. And we can evolve. But evolution is a personal decision. Nobody can change you. Nobody can make you better. Nobody will make you stop being an alcoholic or a gambler, etc. Nobody will do that. So don't fool yourself thinking you're going to change somebody. And if you meet them and there's no connection, don't think you're going to evolve to that connection. No, love evolves. But a connection doesn't. You have to have that connection. And from that connection, love evolves. Love, meaning in a relationship. Because if you meet somebody with whom you don't have a connection, yeah, you will evolve to a friendship love, not to a passionate relationship love. And what would end up happening is that you were going to end up settling for somebody that you have a great friendship relationship with, but that you're not in love with. And that is guarantee misery or failure in the future. That's my, my advice. Make sure you meet these people online, but meet them in person. Only in person you will know. Besides online dating apps, I've heard that nowadays something very popular and very expensive is matchmaking. What? Yeah, matchmaking sites. So this is people who specialize in doing the search for you. It's not online dating. It's not that you have to go and check profiles and bet it out and meet the people and arrange the data. No, no, no. These are websites and people that specialize on finding matches for you and sometimes even arranging the dates for you. I think that's pretty awesome. Well, it is pretty expensive too. And why there is a market for that? I think because the tedious part and the disgorging part of online dating and regular online dating sites, including Facebook, which I think is really good, is that you have to bet it out. It's time consuming. So if you're like me, that you work a lot of hours during the week and you have a full-time job and you have your hobbies and investments and family and everything you have, it is difficult to be chatting. You can't. You can't be distracted chatting out every day, all day long. And then you meet somebody, oh, that's not the person. And you meet another one. That's, it's a lot of time. So for that, market and for those people who are discouraged about the regular online uh, dating apps that have been catfish or have don't have the time or executives who really want to meet quality people that are ready for a long lasting relationship and that know what they want and have a certain checklist that might be a little bit picky but that's what they want they hire these services of matchmaking and they have professionals looking into their database and looking into LinkedIn and doing their research. And I don't, I don't really know exactly all the tools that they use. I know, I know that they use LinkedIn and some social media apps to find out potential people according to their clients' desires and their list. I've heard also that for women, some of these matchmaking sites 
charge cheaper. Why? Because women are the database for men who can't pay for these services. Some even, they said they don't charge to women, so women can be part of the database, but of course, as a woman, you don't have any guarantee of any dates or any time. Some other services for men, for the paying members, let's say, I think is the best word, for paying members, they do guarantee a certain amount of matches or a certain amount of period where they're gonna have certain dates. Some of these sites and services find you the person, send you some information about their profile, some do send pictures, some don't send pictures, and some do arrange the date for both, so you don't have to even worry about where you're going, where to take this person, etc. They arrange the date, you guys meet at the, at the date, you already have some knowledge about each other, you meet each other at the date side, and then when you leave, the matchmaking rep will call you to hear the feedback about the person they met. And if it's an okay, I think they can continue dating and arranging their dates on their own. Or if not, the matchmaking agent continues to look for somebody else for that person. This sounds really elite and well thought for me when I, when I read about it. I read in an article, it was very interesting. Here is, the, here is the catchy part, or like, not the catchy part, but the important part is like these services for paid members range from $1,500 to even $100,000. Yeah, you heard right, $100,000. So it depends on the site, depends on the, the scale and the membership you have and the company that you're working with. Some memberships are like $10,000 a year. And some others are even $50,000 if you want a, a specially qualified matchmaker who has a very vast experience on this. And you really have to be that willing to meet somebody to make that investment. So interesting to know. That's another option about sites online where you can meet people and, and date. Here in the United States, especially for young professionals, I may say as one, it is difficult to meet people, or maybe at least for me. As I said at the beginning of the episode, I've been focused on my career, on my studies, on my personal development and growth. I've had long-lasting relationships here. And the time that I've been single, meet people on a common, regular ways has been difficult. I don't know where to go. I'm not a person that likes to meet people in bars. If I go to a bar or to a club or to a dancing event, I usually go with my friends. I usually dance only with people that I know. And uh, it's just being difficult to find the venue. What other sports can you do and meet people? And what are the chances and opportunities that you also in those events or places, you do meet people who are single, who have all the qualities and things you want and you look for a person. It's rare. So definitely online dating is, is a tool. I don't know if it is the tool and if it is perfect. I don't know if matchmaking also is the tool. I don't have any paid membership anywhere with matchmaking sites. And I don't think I am that willing to invest money on meeting people. Maybe not yet. Maybe one day. I don't know. It's an interesting tool, especially nowadays. Now even more with COVID that everybody has been home. Everybody has been locked down. Everybody has been not going out, no social gatherings, no sports, nothing. I must imagine that social dating is popping right now. Everybody wants to meet people, even if they're doing virtual dates i don't know if they're doing virtual dates for me a date has to be in person you have to take time when you're younger you think you meet somebody you feel the butterflies you have the crush it's gonna work out and you engage into a relationship 
I've learned with years that in order for you to make something last, you do have to take the time to meet that person. Because it's better to meet slowly at the beginning without engaging too rapidly in a relationship and finding out, let's say, all the other things that that person might have while you're on already in a relationship. So take the time, don't rush. Meet the person, really learn to know them. Do things outside if you can, especially now with COVID. If you really feel comfortable meeting people in person, nowadays, try to meet them slowly, try to meet at the park, try to meet a few times for a month or so, dating, going out, seeing if you do really have that chemistry, you don't wanna waste your time. Again, your time is your most valuable commodity and you should make sure you invest that wisely. It is better to be by yourself, to be alone, than to be with the wrong person. We no longer live in a society where you meet people easily because everybody meets from the same community in your neighborhood. And people meet next door because the cousins and the friends have friends and they introduce you to those people. It's not that easy. We live in a globalized world which has a lot of positive aspects and a lot of threats and negatives too. But the positive aspect of it is you have a world to meet people. Vast opportunities of different people with different backgrounds, a lot of diversity to meet. It is also the challenge of how you adapt to those differences and multicultural, multiracial relationships. That's definitely a challenge, but it also makes it interesting. So don't hump around because you're going to end up nowhere, but also don't rush. The right person for you will come at the right time. Take your time to meet people, make sure you know what you want and make sure you know what you don't want. That's the most important thing what you don't want. Don't settle for good enough. Make sure you love yourself the most and you love your own company. So don't be afraid to be by yourself for some time. Solitude and being single is amazing. When you love yourself, when you invest your time in yourself and development and growth. And after that, once you're okay and that person shows up in your life, you're going to make sure you give them the best version of yourself my final thoughts on this online dating episode. I really hope you enjoy the show and that you find, if you haven't done so yet, your loved one, either in online or in person, any conventional way. I just wish you love, health, happiness, and that you don't settle ever for good enough. Take care and talk to you next time.